Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, Gloria Chow. Gloria, you're the found on the web at Gloria Chow PR. You do a lot of cool stuff. Um, we are PR geeks. Uh, so uh, we're going to talk about how and why to get featured in the media and uh, everything else that you do. So I, I'm excited to have this conversation. Gloria, thank you so much. You're in New York. Uh, you have an interesting background that we'll talk about a little bit as well. But thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me, Josh. I'm stoked to be here. Yeah. So high level, explain what Gloria Chow PR does. So for me, it's really about helping the small business, right? The underdog, getting them seen, heard and valued through media placements and basically rewriting the PR script and saying, look, you don't need to have industry connections. You don't need to even have Mm -hmm. a lot of revenue to be able to be worthy to be a thought leader. You are ready right now to go bigger with your message. Yeah. Um, you know, I think a lot of this, so um, my background, uh, since we didn't really necessarily chat about this, but so my other company, Savings Angel, um, so we ended up doing six over $6 million in revenue with zero paid ads. All I did, because I didn't have any money at the beginning, <laughs> is uh, is I just reached out to local media and started contributing content um, in a way that was very valuable for their audience. And as a result, you know, we just started getting tons of business. It was, I love doing that. I love leading with value, you know, truly serving audiences. And as a result, it's a great strategy to build your own audiences and ultimately your own business. Um, But that said, um, uh, you know, we were about, I'd say about four years into it. And I was like, man, I'm really cranking along. You know, I had all these guest appearances I was doing on a regular basis, syndicated TV, syndicated radio, syndicated newspaper column. And, And I thought, well, you know, what would really help is if I hired a professional because I'm just kind of goofing around here. And I'm like, you know, kind of started creating all this stuff. Um, so then I hired a, pro, a quote unquote professional, Gloria, uh, ultimately ended up paying them $25,000. And I got one good introduction to reporter and I got to speak at a lawn and garden show. And that was my $25,000. <laughs> That just goes to show we need to be our own storytellers, right? The the whole like, oh, patting your friends on the back, like, oh, can you feature me? You as a founder, you're the expert. So why are you yes. giving your power away to someone else? Yeah, yeah. You know, I've got, of course, by now, I, I've got a lot of friends in media and, and one producer I was just talking about, uh, you know, about about PR agencies. And he's like, Josh, he's a, he's a producer um, here in Orlando. And he's like, you know, PR agencies are kind of the bane of my existence. They're just constantly bombarding me trying to sell me all on these non stories. Um, Mm. And it's just, you know, he, he says, you know, it's frustrating for me, but what's more frustrating is the fact that their clients are paying thousands and thousands of dollars for just honestly BS. 
It really is. And it's it's very unfortunate. I actually got, I spoke on this in social media marketing world and I, and I really blasted the PR industry because you could tell I've got a little bit of a soapbox issue here based on my own experiences. Um, but yeah, I found out that that was a very touchy subject. And in fact, the, the um, I was told that it was one of the most polarizing presentations ever. And they found out how many old school PR people attended that event <laughs> because wow. they did not like what I had to share. But it's it really is. You know, it's just like, you know, in today's social media era, it's ridiculous to say, okay, I'll introduce you to, you know, Susie, the morning uh, talent at WXYZ. But go ahead, you're gonna have to pay me some money for that intro. Like it's yeah. just, I don't know, it's not necessary because in the same time, Susie's on Twitter. Like she's got a press, yeah. her email is available, but I think it's all in outreach. And I gotta mm-hmm. stop talking, Gloria, because you're the expert here. <laughs> no, I mean, you you have lived this example, right? And you have seen this trend. Look, there, there is a time and place for PR agencies. If you have deep pockets and a lot of time, go for it. But as an early stage founder, I will say the number one skill is knowing how to pitch yourself. That getting to that yes, right? And how do we do that? And that's really how I came up with my CPR method because it's gone people, you know, not only through like to the editor's inbox, but yes, for partnership, yes, for speaking, all the ways that you can grow your business organically, because guess what? We know that third-party tracking is going away next year. We know that ads are no longer going to be effective. So how do we survive in this world where you're not going to be able to target your audience is you need to be able to get to that yes. And so we can talk a little bit more about that framework, exactly how to pitch. Take me through the CPR pitching method. What's CPR stand for? So CPR stands for credibility, point of view and relevance. And I basically came up with this framework from cold calling because I never studied PR. I never had any journalist friends. I was a diplomat before this. So I have zero journalist contacts, right? I was never in the cool kids club. So I had to cold call hundreds, if not thousands of times to get to that. Yes. And I started to pick up on patterns on when my pitches would be opened and when they did not. And I distilled it into this three-step method that now entrepreneurs around the world use, some of whom I've never even met. And I get you know emails saying, I use your CPR method. I got on a podcast. I use your CPR method and now I'm in a retail store. So having your pitch have follow a, pr- a framework that works, which is credibility, one sentence on why you're in the position to pitch. This is where founders go crazy. So do not go crazy on this. This is literally one sentence. It could be as simple as I am a founder. Or, I am a mompreneur. That's it. Okay. And then you want to talk about your point of view. Why? Because experts have point of view. This is all about turning your project product brochure into a value-driven insight because that's what journalists want. They don't want to be your advertising vehicles, right? So that is a mental gymnastic you as a founder, you need to make. It's like, okay, my product brochure, my marketing speak is completely different than my press pitch. So that's what there's where the CPR method comes into play. So credibility, point of view, maybe it's three bullet points about how clean beauty is changing for summer of 2021, right? Maybe it's something to do with wearing masks and how do we prevent the acne that kind of like whatever is going on right now, you want to tie it to something relevant. Maybe it's something with back to school. If you're in e-commerce, it might be about holiday gifting trends. There are so many ways to be relevant and timely. You just got to know what that is, right? Mm. That is, and then it brings me to my most important point in the CPR method, which is relevance. Why is the editor going to cover you now and not three years from now? So maybe it's something to do with something that's already in the news, right? If you're a tiny little retailer, maybe it's giving insight to what Etsy or Amazon or Shopify is doing. That's something in the news. That's relevance. 
right? If you are doing something that is, uh, you know, more heavily regulated, like healthcare or therapy or um, finance, maybe it's something to do with tax season or something to do with a new policy. So think about the ways that your pitch can follow the CPR method. And of course, I have so many examples to give you, but this is kind of how you can start to transform your marketing brochure that's makes you come off like a salesperson to something that is like, I am an expert and your audience can really benefit from this. And you know this more than anyone because you've had tremendous success pitching yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and Gloria, I know that there are tools out there that promise you access to tens of thousands of email addresses for media contacts. What's your opinion on that? So I I think it's important to have a media list, right? And I give that to people in my program, the PR Starter Pack. But a list doesn't do anything if you don't know how to pitch. Mm. Anyone can start Googling something, right? So I always say, you know, don't put the cart before the horse, right? If you don't know your message, it doesn't matter if you have everyone's email, it's not going to get through. So what is your subject line? How can you make it punchy? What is the opening sentence? How do you get the journalists to keep reading when they're getting pitched 800 times an hour? That is a skill that you need to start practicing now. Yeah. Um, when we talk about credibility, can you kind of go into that a little bit more? I, well, so back on the back on the list thing here is that um, I think there's the temptation right to because I can think of a couple of platforms in particular that encourage this um, is just spam, you know, just spray and pray and just blast a bunch of just crap out there. And that's how you're going to uh, create your media riches. Yeah, I mean, I think I think, look, now with information, anyone can get information, but it's how do you what do you do with that information? Yeah, because I think at the end of the day, if you want to stop paying for ads and stop depending on other people, whether it's an agency, you need to build your own relationship with the editor. And that takes time. That takes follow up. That takes pitching them stories, asking them, listening to them, following their story. So so if you view it as a relationship Yes. Then your your entire opportunity is going to change because it's no longer about like me, 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 feature me. But like mm. I read this article you wrote about. I know that you cover this. I really loved your article last week. Have you thought about this as a follow up? Mm. Yeah, I, I I love that approach <laughs> much, much better. So um, t- tell me about your background um, before we continue on with some more tips here um, and being a diplomat. And you know, I always every time I hear about someone that was a diplomat, I, I always want to ask a, a la lethal weapon, right? It's like uh, the guy is like diplomatic immunity. <laughs> so what what is the lifestyle like as a diplomat? You know, you you go to a different country every two years, two to three years, um, but you work in an embassy. You have to follow that kind of official like to- like talking points, a little mm. room for creativity. Right. You're a bureaucrat. So it's very much play in your sandbox. Don't go out of the sandbox. And for some people, it's an amazing career. They feel very fulfilled. But for me, I am such a creative at heart. I'm an entrepreneur. Mm. So I kind of had a midlife crisis or quarter life crisis where at age 30, I gave up my diplomatic passport. I gave up my pension and I moved back home and got on unemployment. And that was a huge blow to my ego, but I just knew that that path was not for me. And I slowly started to hone in on what I wanted to do. And I love to see people win more than anything. So I, I, I really wanted to work in PR. I loved pitching. Um, before that, I was you know, a TV producer. So media was something I always wanted to do. But no PR agencies would hire me because the first thing they want to know is, have you had agency experience? And mm-hmm. I had to not have that fit in the box agency experience. So I had to just start hacking it on my own, cold calling, picking up the phone and 
dialing, you know, 1-800-whatever-it-is and literally trying to convince the operator to pass me on to the intern, to the associate producer, to the producer, and then the decision maker. And that's how I came up with my CPR method. Mm. So um, at your website right now, um, ex- explain like how you work with people, how you help people. What does it look like? Do you provide PR services? So I have a masterclass that anyone can watch and it walks through my CPR method. And you actually see a pitch that I wrote using this method that got onto Fast Company and it's for a founder who hasn't even launched yet. So my audience is really the bootstrapping early stage founder, right? And how I work with people is, I don't want to say DIY, but giving them back their power and you know, finding out how do, you, how do I pitch myself? How can I hone in on the CPR method and find out how I can get to that yes so that I don't have to pay for ads. I don't have to pay for an agency retainer. You know, um, So that's really what I do. And I, and I do it in the PR starter pack where I not only give you the media contacts, but I walk you through how to tailor your pitch using the CPR method, whether it's getting into a gift guide, whether it's getting on a podcast, right? I have all different types of pitches. And I think learning that skill is really what's helped, uh, you know, founders have the confidence and the business opportunity to basically save hundreds of thousands of dollars on ad spend. That's not even guaranteed to convert because we know that customers don't buy from ads. We know customers buy because they believe that you are the credible authority. And let's be honest, would I buy from someone who's not confident enough to put themselves out there and say, unapologetically, I know I am a thought leader. No, right. You're going to want to buy from people who are willing to say yes to putting themselves out there to send, you know, that pitch, even though they're not ready. I think 90% of my community are founders who are scared and think that they're not ready, but they're doing it anyways. And then the transformation from a personal standpoint, I can just see the before and after and how much more they believe in the impact that they're making. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the thing too, is, um, you know, a lot of times you, uh, you, you mentioned something I was going to ask you about is the imposter syndrome. Um, is that, Oh no, I can't speak on that. Like <laughs> I have done so many stories on stuff that like, I don't, I don't have a clue about that, but because I built up that relationship, in fact, um, the CBS TV affiliate who now I've done over a hundred TV segments with them. Um, the very first opportunity is to said, Hey, I, I was searching, I found you looks like you're a local consumer expert. Can you talk about a Ford recall because the doors are opening on the highway? And I'm like, what <laughs> the answer to that question, by the way, in most cases, yes. <laughs> if a new reporter comes calling, I mean, if you could, if you can do a little bit of research and you can communicate, okay. Right. And so of course I say, Absolutely. I can talk about that. Let me go do, let me do a little research to make sure I'm clear on my facts and figures, but I am camera ready. I'm ready to roll. Like, and that's what they want to hear, right? Is that, you know, you're not going to flub it up. You're going to give them the content. You're going to give them the soundbite. I'm talking specifically about TV, right? You're going to give them the soundbite that they need. Um, And, and, uh, you know, I can't tell you how many stories I've done where, uh, I kind of show, I, I've had this opportunity where I'm in the studio because I'm doing another segment and they're like, hey, can you talk about this? I'm like, yes, I can. As long as I have about five minutes, you know, and and it's a, it's a muscle, uh, you know, very a la, you know, kind of improv, you know, just like, you know, can you speak on a subject extemporaneously? And when you learn the skill of answering questions, um, you know, you can, you can guide the answer very infrequently, you know, if you give an answer that's not, 
you know, like, well, well, let me ask you, Gloria, if someone asks you a question and you kind of don't know all of the info, what do you do? (laughs) You know, I, I think the mindset part is so important. The first step is knowing that you're not in a courtroom. You're not in an interrogation. Yes. So there's no one that's fact checking you. And so if you are comfortable, it's going to make the other person comfortable. And I think the reason why, Josh, people love interviewing you is not only do you have the energy, you have that high vibration where people know that they can have a conversation that flows seamlessly, right? You mm-hmm. have to get yourself to that point. A lot of the founders, when they first start off, they feel like they have to meet this um, you know, threshold of being a certain way in their business in order to be interviewed. And we know that that's not true because pretty much 90% of the people I work with are not launched. Some of them don't even have websites, but right. it's the mindset. I tell you know startups that I work with who have $30 million and people who are just making jewelry in their garage, the same methods but yet the, how they implement it is different. And that's all mindset. So that's the first part. The second part is like, ask questions. You know, if they ask me something that I don't know, I'm going to tell them how I feel about it. And then I, it's like a tennis, it's like a tennis match. I throw the ball back at them and I say, how do you feel about it? Right. You, it has to flow. Everything in life has to flow. Yeah. I, I, or one thing is like, well, I don't know a lot about this, but what I do know is that you know, it's like, if I do go to question and say, so what I would probably do is I would hit up Google on that. If you want to find the answer to that, but what I can speak about is da, 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 da. Right. And so you can, you can answer about any question you want. Uh, and you don't have to, like you, like you said, they're usually not going to pin you down and say, you didn't answer my question, Mr. Elledge. I said, you know, unless, you know, again, you're a politician, you're under fire or whatever. So, um, yeah. And it takes yeah. practice. That's why I think everyone should at least pitch themselves for yes. one media interview, even if you think you're doing something that's completely unrelated. I don't, I don't care what it is. You need to practice the art of the conversation. And that's, it just starts with doing, there's no textbook you can read to prepare. You just got to do it. Yeah. Gloria, you have a free master or a, a free, well, explain what you do for free. And then um, you have a program that you work with people. Explain that program. So I have the PR masterclass. It's all of my PR secrets from hacking it on my own, right? At this point, I think over 5,000 founders have watched it. You're not going to hear it from anywhere else because again, I came up with these methods myself, right? So that's the CPR method, gloriachildpr.com slash masterclass. If you want to take the next step further, you can join my PR starter pack, which has all the media contacts like we discussed, but step-by-step walkthrough on how to pitch. And I have exact templates that you can literally plug and play, whether you want to get on a podcast, whether you want to get on a gift or product guide, and you can see how I write pitches because I really think that practicing it and seeing it, seeing the pitches from the subject line and how I write everything, that's going to help you think about how you can write your own pitch, right? It's just to like have that skill set. So it's, it's not really a course. It's not a bunch of videos. It's proprietary database plus proven pitching templates that I've used to get onto many, many podcasts. So it, the stuff works. I love it. You know, cause you point out what people, uh, the mistakes are the, the people that, you know, the reason you don't get featured number one, they lead with their product or service. I see that all the time. Uh, you know, I've been a syndicated newspaper columnist now for about 12 years. And you'd mentioned that also journalists get hundreds of emails an hour. I mean, it's it. That's why you have to have interns that do nothing but just monitor these inboxes to try to. So, if you're wondering why you're not getting featured, it's like you really have to connect very, very, very quickly. Um, but yeah, leading with your product—that's absolutely going to get you thrown into the trash. Um, waiting until they're ready or they're fully launched. I, you know, savings angel. I was building all those relationships months before we were even launched. 
Um, and thankfully I did because then, you know, you got to lay that ground. It's just going to take time to build relationships and lay that groundwork. Ding, ding, um, ding, ding, pit- ding. We, for all of those people multitasking, come back to us because that is such gold. That's the number one objection yeah. and roadblock to success is thinking I'm not launched yet. So I'm going to wait until I'm launched. And then when no, you launch it, there's crickets. They don't even care about the fact that you're launching. It has nothing to do with your product or service. What they care about is that you can, can you bring value to our audience? Can you communicate in a way that, you know, is going to be good? And um, yeah, so, and again, you're never going to be your first, if you go to my YouTube channel for my savings angel and you go back and scroll back to my very first few YouTube channels, um, I do, I think my very first TV segment locally, even though I'd already been on TV probably a couple dozen times, um, still, I was very awkward (laughs) and it was just not great, but that's okay because you could do the same thing with any podcast or go back and listen to the first podcast. They're usually pretty bad. And, and you will get better at this as you go, but you got to get started. And Gloria, yes. your website, GloriaChowPR.com. And you can click right at the top there um, where there's the, the master class um, where you can watch that immediately. Anything else that folks should click on? And it's C-H-O-U, by the way. Yes, I have a, a Facebook community. It's the number one Facebook community for really early stage small businesses. It's called Small Biz PR Pros. And we have nearly 2,000 founders from all across the world doing amazing things, whether they're in ideation phase or they just launched. And I go live in it every single Friday. I do free trainings. I interview guest experts. And I interview people who actually you know, overcame their limiting beliefs and were able to get featured. So it definitely is a place for community, for inspiration. You can go uh, join us at getfeaturednow.com. Love it. Gloria Chow, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. And one more gift for your listeners. If your listeners um, uh, DM me the word pitch at Gloria Chow PR on Instagram, I will gift them a podcast pitching template so that they can see how you can get onto a podcast and be able to go bigger with your message because I think it's so important to not even not only get on a podcast, but to share your story that you can help other people. So DM me the word pitch at Gloria Chow PR on Instagram, and that I will have a special gift waiting for you. Awesome. Thanks, Gloria. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free, no credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? 
please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review, and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.